Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What, what is his goal? Yo, welcome back to the immigrant section. I'm here today with my boy, Che Dorena. You may recognize the man from Ultimate Top 10, Herb, a bunch of shit. I think I fucked it up. He's already <laughs> laughing. One of Toronto's finest comics. Uh, thank you for coming to the basement, Dude, bro. What do you think? Thank you for having me. This is a great setup. It's not bad, right? It is pro, man. You yeah. got fucking nice mics, good lights. Like In terms of podcast setups this is maybe the most professional I've yeah seen. right the yeah. tires people usually talk shit about the yeah. tires oh, but dude. fuck it man the tires the table but that's just it works and the fact that you own four tires that's a sign <laughs> that's of wealth the most impressive <laughs> you're not looking at how bald they are right <laughs> they're they're a little bald but yeah. i don't even have one tire. <laughs> yeah and yeah. there's rims on and them. i have four <laughs> baby we're living large here what's going on homie how's covid for you dude covid's been good like uh it's honestly uh, I've been working like crazy the entire time because there's like a ton of work that used to be just in the States that's getting pushed up here. So, like what? Like, uh, like what? So commercial work has been good for me. Yeah. So okay. I've been like booking some consecutive commercials. Things are slowing down right now as we're getting closer to Christmas. I just booked my first fucking commercial of the year. Bro. Oh, well, that's the good first, though. First, oh, bro, I'm happy as fuck, yeah, man. Yeah. Yo, shout out to the, everyone out there. Yo, I booked it. I've been complaining about not <laughs> <Yeah>. booking shit. <laughs> so I booked one. But yeah. yeah, continue. But it's so that was flowing really good. And then this other website I've worked with before, Herb. Yeah. So they've been like working me on regular content. My, uh, my regular job, Most Amazing Top 10, we switched to working at home for a bit. And now we're back in the office so we can film in the studio and then we're all like separated in our own bubbles and everything yeah and uh fuck what else i feel like there's some other shit like uh i was able to book a few gigs out out of town where it's still like a green zone like comedy show. yeah Stand comedy up. Yeah, gigs, yeah, yeah okay 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 so we went all the way up to smith falls where the fuck is that smith falls like four hours out like uh like past ottawa and they're like in tier indoors comedy um, or was it like an outside thing? Yeah, yeah, it was indoors comedy. But they're, they have they had like three active cases in the whole city. Oh, okay, so, so like, it wasn't a worry at all. Yeah, no, so they're a green zone. And it wasn't past out, it was past Kingston. We did a, a week in Kingston as well. And Kingston was like people inside, but you can't, uh, take off or you can't take off your mask while you're standing you can only like take off your mask at your table yeah while then, you're eating or whatever yeah and there was a, a plexiglass around the comedians which room. I don't get I performed who is that is that protecting us or them I think both I think it's so. for show. Like, wouldn't it make more sense that plexiglass between the people sitting? Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I went to uh, you know, Balsh and he's got that show and what what the fuck is it called? Owen oh, Sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they got a big stage. Like the gap between the stage and the first row of seating. Yeah. Probably nine feet. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck is this thing for? <laughs> Who is this for? And you see your reflection in it. Yeah, yeah. Which is like it's hell so on earth strange. as a comedian. Yeah, you know? when you're just looking at yourself the entire time and you can see you, sometimes it's shit. Yeah. But sometimes I see myself and yeah. I go like, this guy's fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> this, like, this when you're good. killing, you're like, yeah. 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 <laughs> you're like flexing a little bit. Yeah, Dude, that's man. fucking awesome, man. But yeah, it's been it's been busy, which is great. I'm really grateful that things are busy. I'm starting to understand how to like work to different platforms, starting a YouTube channel, starting like other things. I'm juggling a few too many things right now, which is normal oh. for me. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to this like Christmas break coming in so I can have a breather. Dude, man, 
I've been fucking just like you've been like having work with like more of the established channels and I've been like grassroots trying to build this thing from the bottom, which is like a nightmare to be honest with you. But it is a nightmare, bro, because it is just you are operating in the ether. Oh, yeah. yeah when absolutely. you like uh, you're doing your own channel. So you get that now yeah. and you work for uh, what is it? My ultimate uh, most amazing. Top most amazing. So you came in there and it was like you they know they know how to make it work well. Yeah. So you're kind of seeing that a little bit and I'm literally like searching how to do that shit. Yeah. So I'm like super jealous about that and to see like the inner workings yeah. of like a really successful YouTube channel. It's, that's super valuable. Oh, it's so valuable. And I didn't understand what it was until maybe about like 6 months ago yeah. how much that like working with the YouTube channel and also working with Herb because the guys I work with at Herb like specialize in SEO. Describe Herb for the people that are not familiar. So with. Herb is a uh, a cannabis channel. So they um, are predominantly on Facebook. They have like 10 million followers on Facebook. They have uh, like a almost 2 I think or maybe a million and a half on Instagram. Okay. And they do all cannabis content. And I predominantly do like unboxings for them. I'll do like little commercial type things for yeah, them yeah, as yeah. well. Um, it's mostly me like trying product, trying different uh, like smoking devices and different types of flour. Yeah. Um, is it like you just like being like, like, are you getting <laughs> fucked up on camera or is it just like. On camera, I don't get fucked up, but yeah. there have been days. One day I took like too much weed oil. Like <laughs> yeah. I had to take all these drops and shit. In your uh, eyes? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You literally made it look like it was no, in your no. eyes. Bro. I was going to Oh, okay, okay. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, weed oil in my eyes. I go ham. But I, no, I, and I got home and I was so high. I was on the couch like, ooh, like trying to, you know when you're so high, your thoughts are like, like spiraling out of control. I kept trying to bring them in, but they, <laughs> yeah. but they would keep being like going down these weird alleys. But um, and you had like content for them to still say like on camera stuff for them, or you were done. Oh yeah, yeah. But that didn't happen until I got home. Oh okay, 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 okay. Like because yeah, okay. it, it was oil took a little time to digest and all. What that do you do things. when you get too fucked up? Do you have like in your mind something that? Like, I, oh, this works? I suffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sit there and I like, oh, In my head, I'm like, shower. A shower will bring me back. Yeah. Will ground me, you know? I try to, sometimes I'll try to play something that requires like a lot of focus, like a video game or something. Yeah. And that'll stop my thoughts from trailing off. Um, but uh, working with these two sides, like working with Most Amazing and working with Herb, I've been able to pick up a lot of foundation of how to grow uh, on That's social media, yeah, yeah. YouTube channel. YouTube is hard. YouTube is fucking hard, yeah. bro. Because YouTube is like the opposite of like TikTok in the sense that this the ship has sailed for that like real that ability to get really like viral or get a huge mass following quickly. Yeah. That ship has sailed because there's so many content creators on it. Yeah, you have to create forever to be like no uh to separate yourself from the noise because there's like a billion hours of content going on at every hour oh yeah yeah you you have to do something unique or you have to catch a wave or hit someone emotionally like do you know that uh that page uh dad how do i no so dad how do i it's a, just a, a, a do-it-yourself YouTube, page yeah you yeah do it yourself uh youtube channel but his theme is that he grew up without a dad so oh. he shows guys how to do things that their dad should have taught them who don't who don't have dads? So he teaches them to shave and everything. Everything, oh, to shave, change a tire, all yeah, that kind the of condom shit. talk, <laughs> everything. 
But that, if you do something like that, that's a good hook. But there's also like SOE, how to do your description property uh, properly, how to like um, how to uh, promote outside on other channels and yeah. other other things. Like there's all these little tricks you can do, and if you start working every single angle, you're going to see growth. And from working with top ten, I've learned these things. God damn! But the benefit from what you've been doing is like when I leave top ten, like I've started growing something now, but it's fresh and. Uh, if I was to leave top 10 now, I would have almost nothing. Like I would get, I would have gained a little bit of following on Instagram and stuff like that. But you are starting something that's completely yours that you own. And when it blows up, it's like, this is my kingdom and I can do whatever the fuck I want with it's it. It's just such a long path because doing the, the top 10 is like, like I said, seeing, even if everyone jumps ship and you go and you start at zero, seeing those inner workings, Let's you, you never you'll never be starting at zero. No, true, true, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. You understand how a successful business operates and you scale it down to your size. I'm just literally been like trial. It's literally like me, YouTube has literally been like the open mic process. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has just been nothing but trial and error thus far. No, I totally get what you mean. And uh, and but this is you're you're going you're going to learn a lot. Do you do any sort of like self education stuff on Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of it. Yeah, the content creator education yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I dude, I do what I can. And like it's grown. You know what I mean? Like I'm almost at a thousand YouTube subscribers, That's which beautiful. is been almost two years of consistent uh, like yeah. a thousand seems like nothing because everyone's in the mindset of instagrams like yeah dude you need a hundred thousand to be anything or whatever like that but youtube is fucking hard and it's not as sensational as instagram yeah you could post a sick pic and get a bunch of followers on instagram yeah and youtube it's like you could dude you, i sometimes see channels on youtube where it's, it'll be like uh It'll be like, I, I'm looking to make a video and I'm looking for a burnout sound effect. Yeah. And it'll be like a burnout sound effect video with 200,000 views and the channel has 30 subscribers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what do you got to do? You got to keep posting this thing constantly. Yeah. Not even one viral video. No. People don't automatic on Instagram and other stuff. When people like the thing, they yeah. subscribe or they yeah. follow. Yeah, yeah. They don't do that on YouTube. No, no, no. You, yeah. You need serial content if you want people yeah. coming back. Absolutely. Um. But you, you like what you're learning now, uh, and have you have you started using other forms of social media to help try and flow? Yeah, content yeah, over? that's you know, you know, that's funny because it's like because your TikTok you post, is my doing well. bro, but TikTok is not real. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me say this for all of you out there who think t TikTok. I'm realizing I realized there was something wrong with TikTok when I went live yeah. with ninety thousand followers. I went live. And 24 people showed up. Yeah. That's live, though. Live people don't give a I, fuck. I get it. Life. I get it. I get it. But 24? 90,000? This is what TikTok, you, what you, the benefit you need to use TikTok for is TikTok is one of the best, actually, I think the best platform for organic growth. So you, it's the only platform where you're going to get more people to see your content than people who follow you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And YouTube is the opposite of opposite, that. Opposite, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most most <laughs> platforms when they're outside of the growth phase, yeah. like Instagram, Facebook, all these Facebook things. Facebook way gone. Way gone. You, you're once they're outside of the growth phase, there's not going to be that type of type of virality to your content. But we can benefit off of that right now. There will be something after TikTok, but TikTok is the thing now. Um, but using that platform, so do you have a private TikTok just for your Instagram or just for this podcast? No, I don't. So you should have something that takes these clips, uploads them, stitches. You're using. Learn I already have the clips. I just post them on my actual account. Yeah. So the problem is when people come and there's so many things to the algorithm. Like they want to 
uh, it's all about themes. Yeah. So they need their aesthetic to be consistent, whether yeah. it's your videos or podcast videos or yes. whatever it is. That's the thing, because if you're doing, because your stuff's like sketches. Like for the TikTok, yeah, the yeah, TikTok. yeah tick sketches, yeah. Exactly. So when you post a podcast video, and it's then, like what the fuck? Because then they're showing it to people who normally watch sketch shit. Yeah. So then those people are gonna see this and go, uh, 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 and they're not gonna watch it. Exactly. So if you the you start a TikTok from the ground up, base just it's for this. Yeah. You're going to start to get people who want to watch stuff like this clips, a uh, funny clips of people talking. Bro, I have a hundred plus clips just sitting there that I've Dude, cut over the years. They take all those clips, yeah. start a TikTok just for this. And then, <laughs> yo, take the Reddit just Yo, try, look out for the immigrant section TikTok account coming soon. Tell you people, yeah. But I, seriously though, you're immediately they just get dismissed. If I try to be like, guys, there's a podcast. Also, I do. No, no, you want <laughs> you want the podcast idea to go viral separately. And if you can, and you can do that, you have the content now. Yeah, Start posting. It's literally like, done. Yeah, it's it, made. Post like six times a day between like seven and ten, or like four times a day, and just get the best stuff. Use the things that TikTok wants you to do, like the editing tools inside. Figure out which ones they're pushing. Sometimes it's green screen. Yeah. Some, right now it's like Stitch. You can Stitch like someone talking about something, answer it with something from your podcast. And then it's funny, it's relevant, and you're pulling in people off of And they're like, he's stick. doing the thing that we want him to use. Put it at the front. Boom. Let him get high numbers so he uses it again. You'll start to get virality off of this, and then people will start to be like, I want to see what this is from. And you'll draw people in. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I have the Instagram account for the... The immigrant section. The immigrant section. But like we're saying, the as far as like... The state that TikTok is in, it doesn't really compare with as yeah. far as like you could put up a thing and it'll just be like a hundred thousand views for like what? You don't even you're like what? You're like, is this even good? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? I guess it hit something? I yeah. don't know. But man, fuck all that, dude. All I'm saying is like I'm so because of COVID and not yeah. being able to get on stage and not seeing people and I and I've like just been getting the benefit. Yeah. So I'm not even like doing a I'm not even interacting with employees or colleagues. I'm just in social media land, I'm losing it, bro. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm no. literally, it's like, you're sometimes like in post in this thing and then you go post in that thing and you reply it and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, you're like, what, is, what am I even doing? What is this content? What's it worth? Like it is sometimes getting too caught up in this in this social media world is like toxic and- Oh, dude, the most. Too much of this dopamine addiction. You start checking your post and without even looking if the content's decent, you're like looking at how many views it Oh, got. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. the views, that, like it's, I've talked about this over and over. It's like, it's poison. Yeah. It literally is an addiction. You yeah. know what I mean? You wanna go see, and the fact that they make the notifications come up in red. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. like just looking for the red, right? Oh, yeah, how yeah. many is it, you know? like Absolutely. Dude, yeah. man, I just want stand-up to come back so bad. Me too, man. I really miss stand-up, and that is, because all this, like I think this, like a podcast is something tangible that is you can hold on to and you can keep, but like social media, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. Those things are so fleeting. Yo, they can be they're gone with the wind. Gone day. with the wind. For one, they're at the they're at the command of someone you don't even know, a faceless organization that can delete your account at any moment. And you're like, fuck. Then then you're really fucked. Yeah, right. And say you you grow like four or five, I don't know, ten million followers on TikTok, and then you're like, oh, you do something scandalous that you maybe pulled out of your past. You even forgot you. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah. and they're like, nope, no, we don't want this. Boom. He's done. Cancelled. Cancelled. Deleted everything. But with stand up, you have an actual. Tangible product. If you are a great comedian and people come to see your comedy, 
even if you do something outrageous, you can still pull people in. Or even if you like the social, say you die on social media, people don't give a fuck about your social media anymore, whatever type of content you're making. If your standup is the product that people want, they'll come to you to come to get it. It's like Kanye, like a Kanye album. Kanye's crazy. Yeah, he, he his album was called "I'm Bipolar." Yeah. <laughs> his album's you know? like like I was straight up. I'm insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And. Check out track two, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, uh, it's so funny. I was actually just thinking about this the other day. Isn't it? Don't you think the comedians who got <laughs> the comedians who got me too during COVID really lucked out? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't lose any stage. Yeah, time. right. They yeah. really lucked out. Yeah. I was thinking about Dalia. I was like, what's Chris Dalia gonna do in like a year? Oh, I honestly can his is his whole career really truly I, done forever? I think forever done. He did some fucked. Up oh yeah, I read all yeah. the shit he did. Like the Chris Dalia shit is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, dude, I was in line for Louis. Louis yeah. got sold out tickets left Louis, and right. The shit Louis did isn't as fucked up as the shit Chris did. Really? The oh, shit one, I read? 100%. So Leah took his cock out, jerked off in the car during a date. The chick dipped. That was one. Another one, the maid came. He opened the door like naked at a hotel. So I, so the Louis stuff from what I heard was he would invite girls back to his hotel room and then he would ask them if he could jerk off in front of them. Yes. And then he... And they did, would usually say yes, Yeah, apparently. and he would, and even he would. though they were kind of like, eh, eh. They were embarrassed for him. Yeah. I think one time he blocked the door. I think I heard that. I don't know if that's true. And then apparently he would like call chicks and jerk off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, how do you lose money over that? He jerked off well. I I felt him, I I heard him stroking essentially. Ah, it's just the thought of someone doing that is fucking like what? And like another woman being like, you're very brave. Please continue. Uh, And then he came. (laughs) And then he came on the number nine. Beep. You know what I mean? Like what? But the like that stuff, even though it was fucked up, he didn't do anything. He didn't like physically, yeah. yeah, hurt someone, grab someone. He like obviously fucked with some people's heads doing that shit. Absolutely, and like it, what he did was wrong. But what Chris D'Elia did, I heard Chris D'Elia was like underage girls. So like he was going after girls that were like 16, 17. And then he was also, there was something where the girl was 18. He was like uh, sexting with her. She sent him nudes. He was like, I'll fly you out to LA. She was like, I don't want to go to LA. And then he threatened to share her nudes to like, he's like, I'll, I'll post your nudes publicly if you don't come out to LA. And she was like, fuck you. Uh, she's like, I don't give a fuck or whatever she said to him. She, she didn't go. And then a, there's another thing. People were saying that he would f- fuck these girls. He would get nudes from them. Then he would take their nudes and make memes of them and then show them to his friends. Which is that's <laughs> like, like that's next level. fucked up. That's fucked up. He's literally on Photoshop. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> like he had to sit there like whore. You fucking whore. He had to fucking make memes of nudes of girls that like trusted the, him with this shit. And so the Delia, I think, is done. I don't yeah. think Delia comes back. I was thinking about that. I'm like, does Delia come back from? I all don't this? think so. Because like it, he was full. All his eggs were in the acting. Stand-up baskets. Yeah. All of them. And, I mean, he was killing it. He was yeah, killing it. Yeah, he was literally killing it. Like, I mean, like, he wasn't my favorite comedian. I respected it. I liked his comedy before he was, like, really made it. Yeah. Because when I started watching his specials when he really made it, he's just in front of his diehard yeah, to Leo fans. Yeah, yeah. Die hard. He's just doing the same little like ah, Ooh. like dolphin thing. Yeah, and they're dying, right? Yeah. But before, like his laugh factory, his improv, and all those videos before he made it were amazing. And he's like an amazing, hilarious comic. Yeah. 
But it's like, dude, what the fuck does that guy do now? No, what happens with cancel? Nothing. This is a new ecosystem. Like, now. I think there is going to be different levels of can- cancel culture, especially in like the coming future when we start to see people sort of resurface. And it's going to be what is our acceptance level and forgiveness? Yeah. And I feel like there has to be some because the the whole point of this is is to right wrongs. And to people who've done fucked up things for them to learn, you can't do fucked up things and everyone around them to learn that this is not okay behavior. But there are some people who, is there a possibility for redemption? Yeah, there has to be a road to recover. There has to be. Even if you even if you kill someone manslaughter accidentally, it's like five years in prison. Yeah. So would he get his career back in five years? Like, Is it in six years they let him have a... I don't, Third lead role, or see, like, like you know what I mean? And slowly he rebuilds see, Hollywood's Delia, trust. Yeah, I don't know because underage girls. That's really. But fucked I up. don't know if he actually hooked up with underage girls. I don't know if he did. I, I think heard he, he was, was text- crying. Yeah, I saw. I the one thing I saw was like he was texting back and forth with a girl who then said she was seventeen, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm out," sort of thing. And those texts leaked. Mm. I, okay, I don't know all the specifics on it, but in terms of like when they come back, it also has to do with what kind of redemption are you going to go through? Like, is someone like Chris D'Elia going to go to psychiatric help? Is he going to rehabilitate his life? For the sake it, of his career, absolutely, dude. Like it, but not even just for the sake of his career. To, well, I'm to, saying like, like <laughs> that's was, what it would be, though, his, right? It, whatever his motivations are, are his motivations. But to realize that you are a sick person, what you've done is sick, and like you need to, you need to change. You like, need to get well. What's his name? Uh, Shia LaBeouf just got canceled. So Did he, he, yeah. So he uh, apparently was abusive to several girlfriends, and then he got called out. And what he said, he's like, my, he's like, I did do this. My behavior is not acceptable. He's like, I was on drugs and blah blah blah, all this stuff. But this, you can't treat people like this. So, in time, do we look at Shia LaBeouf if he gets off drugs, he gets clean, he cleans up his life, he's no longer abusive, and he changes his ways and admits to the shit he did? Because I don't even know if Chris D'Elia has admitted to anything. No, no, so, no. It's all been like lawyer-recommended yeah. statements. So then uh, Shia LaBeouf admits to what he did wrong, fixes what he did wrong, gets the help he needs. Then in a few years, do we have a new person and do we accept them? I don't know. I don't know what the change is. It's all – it's like uncharted territory yeah, right now. Yeah, absolutely. The, I think the lesson is you – if <laughs> you cannot survive a Me Too unless you're massive at the time of it. Look yeah. at R. Kelly. I mean, he's finally they got him, but how many years? But that's how many years? Yeah, I guess he got he got grandfathered in the old system. Yeah, yeah. But it still took him down. There was so much evidence. Oh yeah, because R. Kelly shit is fucked. (laughs) What R. Kelly did, even his lawyers are sweating. Yeah, they're like, like, this is an impossible case. He the R. Kelly shit is fucked. But when R. Kelly first got busted, no one gave a fuck. Oh yeah, back then it didn't matter how fucked up you were. If you go back through history, like even fucking Elvis didn't. Elvis date like a fucking a 15 like yeah. all the rock stars had like 15 year old groupies with them touring with yeah them. it was like what the fuck and is wrong like, with yeah, you it's Mick Jagger you know what I mean <laughs> you're like, like no this yeah. is criminal yeah, yeah no they want it they're here they're like yeah. it's like no, no, no now it's now that it's such a like guys don't get to dominate the the career and culture and yeah. Hollywood and entertainment anymore. Yeah. So like the the lights have been flashed on because the shit that we're doing, or I don't say we as in you and I, but yeah. as men in power are doing, 
is nothing compared to what it was when there was no light. Oh, no, no. Nah, you know it what used I to mean? be fucked. Like that. Imagine Harvey Weinstein learned that shit from, from his predecessors. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. You know what That's I mean? That's just how the industry was. Yeah. And that guy is just irrelevant now. He's yeah. done. Like that guy was a, like a hundred millionaire just like rotting away now. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a huge monster. Yeah. Huge Literally monster. like a beast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no, I think that era of like human being is done because you've now washed out the culture too. Because part of it is he did learn that, that exactly what you said. He learned it from his predecessors. So you come into these industries and there's a standard set of how you treat people. Yeah. And you just learn that and you get absorbed in the cult corporate culture and there's no one is stronger than their environment if you like that the fucking every like hustle porn guy like fucking tony robbins kind of dude it's a true thing where they'll say you are like the five piece of people closest that to you closest to you yeah, yeah your five hustle best porn, friends I like that hustle porn yeah, yeah that's what uh, it is it i is. know exactly what you mean. yeah you know exactly Gary, what I mean. B. yeah like yeah, let's yeah. go get yeah. it post Change it. your life post it <laughs> It doesn't have to be perfect. Post it. Because the next it. guy posted three. It's like, okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Breathe, bro. Yeah. No sleep. All yeah. that shit. <laughs> Fucking. Um, but they, like, you come up, in, you if you come up in that culture and that's how everyone's acting, not only are you going to start acting like that, but if you don't act like that, they're going to kick you the fuck out. You got to be part of this, like, whatever. The fucking, boys club. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Why do you think it was so hard, like. You can't be this like renegade, amazing police officer in a precinct full of shitty cops. Oh, of course, no. You're done. You're either gonna they're gonna turn their back on you and yeah. you need backup, yeah, or you're gonna transfer to another one because they're fucking with your locker. They're putting like absolutely arms or some fucked up shit in your locker. Like I don't know what it would be, but like. You can't survive in an ecosystem where you are like going against the grain, thinking that I'm going to change everything. I'm going to change everything. <laughs> People are like, yeah. no, 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 no. We have you're a system out of here. here. Like they apparently like the cops, and when they do shit like that, when you have a good cop come in and there's all shitty cops around them, they'll put you on like the most dangerous beat. They'll yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So either you like get hurt in the line of duty, yeah, or learn that yo, I want to get off of this, so I got to play ball. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I forget who it is. Is it Pittsburgh? Yeah, I don't know if it's Pittsburgh, but it's uh, you know, the Wire. Where was it filmed? Uh, Baltimore. Hey, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, that's supposed to be the most corrupt. Yeah, the worst cops in the country. <laughs> the Baltimore Police Department. <laughs> they are the worst of the worst. Yeah, no, Baltimore is like one of the most dangerous cities in America. Yeah, Absolutely. like it's like a, one of those forgotten like, apparent like third world countries look better off than yeah, Baltimore. The Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, the Baltimore. It <laughs> sounds rough, man. It's crazy. Some places in the states are so fucked up. Like, and I, I haven't even been to Baltimore, but I've been to areas of like, I've been to shitty areas in Detroit where the streetlights stop where yeah. it gets shitty. Yeah. So it is literally darker Yeah. in the shittery area. Yeah, like, so you're fucking... It is nighttime. At uh, night, it is dark in the shitty area. Yeah, like, it's like crime. Put some lights up in here. They're what like, the fuck? Nope, no, 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 no. People break the lights and shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, yeah, there's too much vision here. Yeah, man. no one's coming Can't in to repair crime. that shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's that's yeah. The all the uh, like all that shit's getting washed out now. Hopefully, a lot of changes are happening through COVID, and we'll see what I don't know when life comes back to normal. If if these things stick, some things will stick. Would like, you take the vaccine? Uh, I'm waiting for sure. Yeah, I'm not jumping right on it. Are you gonna jump on it? No, no, no. I've been always <laughs> like, I need someone to have a year under their belt. Yeah, like I need a good 
sample group of 10,000 plus to be a year and just like, yeah. Yeah, to give you the thumbs up. Do you see up. the fucked up face thing? Yeah, I did. There's like four people who got like, it's not permanent. I don't know if that's fake. That's could be the, I, I realize every time I see this on Six Buzz, yeah. this could be the <laughs> fakest news. Yeah. This could be the fakest. They just took four faces. Yeah. The same faces of being like four cerebral palsy people rob a bank. They would use those same yeah, four, yeah. a hundred different headlines. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't know. know. But I'm gonna repost it. No, six months is not. And the Bankus made like twelve videos on it. Oh, already. really? <laughs> Bankus is going hard. He's like the COVID guy. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. He doesn't. He did, Ben Bankus is. F- he's faster than mo- like he's like something comes out. Yeah, and he's he's on. He it. has got a thing, and it is posted in one hour. Yeah. Oh, I, is he? What is he? Anti-COVID? What is he saying? Oh, he's just making fun of every. Oh, just making fun of every angle. You know. Um. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know where uh, on the vaccine. I'm definitely not rushing out to get. It. Yeah, uh, but I am excited for the summer because I I think if everything goes right, then we're gonna see some things like clear up in March. We're gonna see like a breather throughout the spring, and then this summer might. I don't think we'll have like stadium shows going on, like rock stars touring, but we might have everything small open, all restaurants, all bars, like normal every, capacity, normal capacity potentially. And if we do, for one, it's gonna be a fucking orgy. Also, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. People are oh, going my to jizz. Actually, think about it. I've been thinking, like, don't you think there's gonna be like PTSD from people like PTSD? Like, right now, when people get close, you see how antsy they get? Um, yeah, a whole year of yeah. that. I just don't see like in six months, even if they allow it, yeah, I feel like people are still gonna be weird of like the there, there's four people in the elevator and yeah. the door's open and there's two people waiting, and yeah, t- the law allows it, yeah, people are gonna be like. Can you wait for the next one? Like yeah, it's gonna yeah. be weird for a couple months, I think. I, At least we're gonna have a hard split. Is what I think you're gonna get. Some people who are still afraid, who are still gonna be like, "I'm taking it safe. I don't want it to be weird." And orgies. Know. And then you're gonna have like Wasaga Beach. Shit, yeah. Where people are just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 let's go. Yeah. There's no sand visible from the area. Yeah. Shot. Just it's people, just people and fucking just people. Beach mats and shit. I just know I want to just do show after show after show after show after show. And I just want to jizz. That's Dude. it. That's what I want my whole summer to be. Bro, jizz is your brand. You know <laughs> yeah, that, right? Jizz Literally, jizz brand. Friday was your thing. I remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> jizzing is funny and it's fun. It's true. It's <laughs> Nobody, everyone watching this, he's right. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's right. That's yeah. a fact. But man, I am so excited at the idea of having shows all week yeah or absolutely being able to get on stage all week like that now almost seems like another world so have you felt because now we have like a big adjustment all of us have sort of shifted gears in terms of the content we're creating um now we're going to be going back to doing like a ton of shows but i'm like i've got so many things on my plate now that this adjustment is going to be hard to go Good. back to the same grind I, was I, j- I journal every day okay i journal every day in the morning i um I journal and I write some ideas, whatever. I have a, a five idea quota a day yeah, yeah. where I journal and then I write five ideas. Three may be ass, four may be ass, five may even be ass. I just want to write them and get the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. But literally two days ago, I was thinking about the idea that the vaccine coming is around the corner. Uh, exactly what you were saying. I thought when spring comes around, uh, COVID will fade out as the season comes in. Mm-hmm. And now it's not even including the idea of the vaccine actually being like, pushed out in waves Mm -hmm. let's see it is pushed out in waves it is successful and the actual heat and the season everything allows for the numbers to drop down Mm -hmm. i'm like what is my balance of content gonna be so let's say i can get up 
on stage seven nights a week? Do I want to? Now that I, I had to shift gears, I went two podcasts a week. I do the uh, videos almost like I used to put out videos every day, mm-hmm. but I realized it was actually more effective to put out videos like every other day, every third day. Yeah. Because then you're not spamming people's feed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you pace yourself. It's a double win to yeah. just hold back. You may have it ready. Yeah. Hold back on it. So I'm like, what am I going to do when this all goes back? I'm thinking that. Before I was so obsessed with this seven-day mentality. Man, you'll never be anything unless you do comedy every night. Yeah. If you're not on stage every night, this isn't for you, right? And I'm like, when the whole shutdown came down and summer came and I actually got up on stage and I realized, yo, I'm funnier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm funnier now. Yeah. It's been five months I haven't been on stage. I've been making – I don't know how, if it's from content, if it's from the lust to get on stage. I don't know what it is, but I am I know I'm better. My, I don't have my material down pat as I did before, but exactly. I'm going off the cuff. I'm doing better on stage yeah. now than I did before. I 100% agree. I 100% agree with you. The like the few shows that I've done while we've been in quarantine, we had like that nice fucking week in Kingston. I the first time I stepped on stage, mind you, it was very much my audience. It was kind of like fucking broy college guys, yeah. which are like I drive with these guys Queens? really well. Yeah, yeah, Queens, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I got on stage and from hosting with Most Amazing Top 10 and from doing the YouTube stuff and I think from doing different platforms that are also artistic yes. and require you to take whatever your artistic voice is and put it through them, it helps you refine it more. So when you, we return back to stand-up, maybe like- There's a said, more clear-cut voice coming through Coming that mic. through. So like when I, from doing years and years of stand-up and from doing a little bit of like acting improv classes I've been able to be hosting on top 10 and understand what my sense of humor is and then also understand how to think of jokes in the moment and not second guess myself yes and let my sense of humor throw flow through the topic and then when I've got on stage now I've taken that ability and applied it to stand up and I'm like my presence on stage is so much more genuine yeah that's what it is it's like I'm like I am more me behind that microphone and, and trying to figure out what's the video that encapsulates what are the ideas that get my childhood, my life, my point, my point of view across. Once I got, I picked up, and I didn't see it coming. I yeah. picked up that mic and I was just better. Yeah. There was, like you said, a more clear cut like voice behind it, and you're exercising your comedic pacing and all of the mediums and con- that you create content through. Yeah. You are doing your pacing. Yeah, your pacing up lives through all that. Yeah. So that when you get back on stage, dude, I was like, okay, so now I have to totally rethink. When we can go back on stage fully, yeah, I have to totally rethink because now I have fans that hit me up from like, yo, you have to come to Qatar. You got to come to <laughs> Moscow. One guy, you got to come to Moscow. I'm like, yo, yeah. give me 10 years. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, I'm like, okay, so the reach on the internet is so much further. Yeah. I can't stop putting shit on this oh, no. when I go back to stage. Yeah. Because I'm really, I'm, I'd be too tunnel vision. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm still learning off of this. So I don't know. I'm thinking on stage at least five, uh, five nights a week two or three videos a week and keep my podcast going is probably how at least that first six months will be that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And understanding how standup shifts back into that. Like I always want standup to be the primary because of what we talked about before. It is the product. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. And it's the most enjoyable. Oh yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. It's the most enjoyable. You feel like a fucking rock star on stage when you kill. Yeah. 
and when you de- like if everything else falls if i can still make stand up no one can take that from you and no one else can make my stand up so then i can always have something to sell and it, and it's cheap man you fucking you go to shows you write jokes and you can travel around the country with just a fucking backpack full of clothes dude that's what people have been all those road dogs yeah. like for 50 years in the united states yeah. that's all they were doing just, yeah just but drive. back th- that back then those road dogs it used to always about like the people who had like a uh, substance problems yeah. and didn't want to address it. Yeah. So they wouldn't be anywhere too long where people would be like, I'm worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're doing three nights there, three nights there. They're finding the Coke guy there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They're hooking up with the bartender and they're off to the next thing before. Oh, dude. It's all like booze, drugs, and pussy. Yeah. And it's like what you hear about all these road dogs. It's either some story about like this guy drank 20 beers in one night <laughs> yeah. or this guy like he would have Coke dealer in every city or this guy. It's like he ha- he would get someone pregnant every single place. Dude, <laughs> literally, I, we were cold calling for, for gigs. Yeah, I remember how you got, you're getting your uh, tours, yeah, putting get, tours together. We're booking tours, so we're cold calling and we're putting all this shit together. We call some city in fuck off nowhere like New Brunswick or Nova Scotia, like some small fuck off place. And they let... I like, do you know Ryan? Tell him to come back. He has a child here. Dude, literally will not say the name, but they're like, oh, you're comedians. Do you know so-and-so? Our fucking manager is having his baby. I was like, no! <laughs> Do I know him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know him. You know him. I'll tell That's you. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and I was like... And he's just avoiding calls or something? I don't know. I think I think he... I don't think he was being an absentee father. I don't think that's it. But I'm like, this dude... Because I know him, and I know he fucks everywhere he goes. Yeah. So Black like, dude? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Hat? I'm not saying okay, anything okay, else. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. anything Okay, else. okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, this dude... Then that's it's another one of the vices, man. You that's get these so road dogs, funny. they have their vices. Right. For is. those of you who don't know, for stand up comedians, as soon as we get into, not even as soon as, soon as you start working clubs and shit like that, there's a rule everyone tells you don't fuck the bartenders. Yes. You know what I mean? They yeah, tell yeah. you it's like, it creates like, this fucked up tension that it's like you don't don't be leaving this. That's one of the rules they say. Yeah. And people do whatever they do, right? But yeah. it's like it's like they tell you in comedy when you get in comedy, they go, "Don't wear shorts on stage. Don't fuck the bartender." You Absolutely, because know I mean? <laughs> you want it when you do a show anywhere. Leave a fat tip. Don't fuck any of the staff and go. That's it. Because if you fuck the staff and they and something weird happens where the girls like fuck him, blah blah blah, whatever. You're done with that venue. Yeah, they won't yeah. book you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't book you. And, and so, it's all about literally cultivating a recurring. That is the. It's yeah. not one and done. No. You want to go there, kill. Yeah. And now you have that once a year yeah. or once every. 12 to 18 months we'll yeah, say yeah. for as long as you want yeah yeah absolutely and you build that you can build that all over the world and now like Europe is getting big too Europe is because stand up in like Asia and Europe is not brand new but it's 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 newer than it is for us and we're they're starting to get a craving for it but they don't have the same industry developed we're like we have a foundation in Toronto where you can do a certain amount of shows every night and you can develop comedians There's open mics is what yeah. it's called yeah. they don't have that same foundation from what I've heard from other comics who've toured so it's just there. like a touring acts come through that's it yes so you yeah. can go and like book a bunch of shows throughout Europe and and go like country after country after country after country there's like 500 million people in Europe and I think 200 million of them speak English and you can just fucking hit up everywhere and then fucking come home and that's becoming a big thing Asia's starting to get into it and fucking obviously we have the here in the states and obviously the uk uh, uk is part of europe but um <laughs> yeah but I was wondering. Yeah. but uh not for long no brexit <laughs> yeah, no i don't, know. I don't know i don't even know if it that te- i don't know anything there. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know what does brexit mean yeah. 
I don't want to act like I know it. But there's going to be like in terms of that recurring thing, there's going to be foundation laid all over the world. Like I'm wondering, especially with all the shit that happened in the States with COVID, like they're like not really handling COVID very well. Their country seems very unstable. They seems like violent. And it's just like Hollywood's closed down. I don't know if they are going to be the cultural superpower. After we emerge. Yeah. Like in the next, over the next 20 years. Yeah. Is it going to be like, if you're a Hollywood movie star, is that going to be this, like is being a ball? Is it going to be a God anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Is there going to be a new, like is Bollywood or another industry going to, start being become the cultural like powerhouse potentially because i think a lot of people are look at america and how this whole thing has played out and see them a little bit foolish and, and maybe not i don't know i think it'll always be an english-speaking country yeah that has the that it will be the cultural superpower yeah financially i think it's it's bound to be China sooner or later. China seems like, it's going to be China. Yeah. But from a, either America, Canada, UK, the British, uh, the English speaking like European countries. Yeah. Because English is like the language of the world. Yeah. So I really feel like it'll always be some sort of English speaking thing. It'll be like the platform will be Netflix. Yeah. Whatever country create. Uh, I don't know if Netflix will license their shows or sorry, develop their shows in in Canada and in America and in Australia yeah. and in like UK and all these places. But like wherever they end up doing it, I almost feel like whoever it's going to not really be a country thing anymore. Like Hollywood. Yeah. It's going to be the platform, the mega platform. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're very right. It will like Netflix has like stuff from every country, yeah. you know, what I and mean? everything flowing into it. Uh, and what my point with this is, I don't know if it's as necessary to leave as it was before. Oh, dude, yeah. that's what I, so we actually talked about this a while ago and I've been talking to Paul Chico about this. And when you get into stand again, we, and I've talked about this on the podcast, but the Mecca has always been L.A. or New York, a little more New York. L.A. is like if you want to be in movies, TV, go yeah. there. New York is like the diehard, thoroughbred stand-up. Yes. Every legend you can mention made their way through New York. But it's like now it's like. Do I have to? Do I have to? It's like I can go to New York and perform. Yeah. I can go perform anywhere. Do I have to go there to cultivate this skill anymore? Because now it used to be no one will see you unless you go to New York. Yeah. But now that the internet is just commonplace, everyone is connected. Yeah. Everyone has their favorite this or that. Like people send me people like that are funny from all over the world. Yo, you would like this person. And it's like these people would have never been found if it wasn't for TikTok. Yeah. And I almost feel bad for people. There's people who are amassing like a million followers on TikTok. And I'm like, what is the, what is your tangible talent? That's the thing. It's like I don't know what the future of the platform is because yeah. we, you've seen it in YouTube. Yeah, it'll People come, it'll go, come, go, yeah. come, go. Like you, that's what it comes back to the product. What is the product? If you have a million people and you can go to any banquet hall in any city that has three, four hundred capacity and sell it out. Yeah. What do you do when you are up there? Yeah. What do you do? What's do you the- show them slideshows of you growing up because they're so obsessed with you? Yeah. Do you? Do a live, like, unreleased versions of what the fuck do you do, right? I don't, like, what I don't want to be is just a personality. Like, I don't want to be. That's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. (laughs) Some people can live off. Some people eat off that. Yeah, Yeah. some people got to eat either way. But, like. Basically what the Kardashians are. They're all just. 100%. Every reality TV thing has been that. Yeah, they're just personalities, which some people can make careers out of. But if you are a personality, you are at the mercy of the public. 100%. They turn on you, you're done. 
and you, or you they think you're boring, you're done. You have zero tangible thing. It all comes back to the product, man. Have something that no one else can provide. And being a personality, everyone has a fucking personality. But stand-up, I can sell you a stand-up record. You're like, this guy's... When Bill Burr drops the special... Everyone, not everyone, but like all of us, Every, we wa- yeah, we go watch it because we're like, we gotta see it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, only yeah. only Bill Burr can yeah, make yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Only 100%. he can. It's literally Bill Burr, Chappelle, all these people. It's literally like, yo, Kendrick dropped an album. Yes, every music person is listening to this thing. Yes, and talking about it. And Absolutely. comedians, Bill Burr is like, there's some comics who are like, you have you have an excitement from a learning point of view, and you have the same excitement that a random person would have from a spectator point of view. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, I'm excited for this on so many levels. Yes, absolutely. Um, but that's like, fuck. How do we? It's funny. It, it's funny how the old killers used to be. Yo, cocaine. Briar, Kinnison, yes. all these people. Cocaine. They fucked up. Burn. Done. Yeah. And now it's like, I eat salads for lunch. I meditate. Yeah. yeah. These are the god level people. You know what I, I mean? I think it as just people, we're evolving on that. Like there's the education of how to treat your body is just so much more commonplace. It used to be you're a pussy if you ate a salad yeah. or you're a pussy if this or that. Absolutely. And now it's like you just eat it. You're stupid. You're, you're stupid. Not. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, like I think one thing, like if you look at the generation between uh, us and our parents. So our parents got like fucking s- sick opportunities on like housing and we're getting fucked on housing. 100%. Like like the billion, like there has to be some sort of legality You can't even place. afford to rent anymore. No. <laughs> not even forget own like renting is not even like, affordable. You, you want to buy a house, you have to move to some fuck off place where there's no jobs and you're like, "Okay, well then I get fucked." And like, uh, well, "Well, then but I get you fucked. can commute an hour and a half." Yeah. And, then you can <laughs> and that's it. your life. Yeah. It's like that's how we, yeah. everyone who lives in Milton works in Toronto. Yeah. It's like, like it's like an hour out, you know. It's so fucked. And then there's there's something like 25% vacancy in Toronto. Dude, because yeah. it's just all bought up for an investment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there needs to be some sort of regulation put on that. But our parents were able to get good homes for affordable prices and jobs that paid for these homes without having to like fucking work three jobs and be $100,000 in debt. But what they got fucked on was nutrition. Because they yeah. came up in this uneducated era of nutrition. The milk triangle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Where it's like, drink your milk and bread before sleeping. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> eat grains. Fucking drink a bunch of milk. Eat a bunch of meat. Like veggies, whatever. You need to have veggies on your plate. Like microwave dinners. Fucking all this stuff was coming up. Bags of food. Fast food. The growth of all that horrible shit was all our parents' generation. And they didn't know any better. We might be getting fucked on like Wi-Fi. Who the fuck yeah, knows? yeah, right. This like cu- cooking our insides right, right now. <laughs> But now we know about fucking, uh, what's it called? Like um, uh, like high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, we know about high fru- uh, fructose. We know, what's it called? Uh, glu- we know about gluten, gluten now. Gluten, yeah. Yeah, gluten. So, uh, who the fuck knows what that is? I do now. Fuck. Like how, mu- how much better we're able to treat our bodies. That I think that's the huge benefit that our generation is getting. So we're going to be living long as fuck with <laughs> homeless. <laughs> homeless. <laughs> That's like that's what's the fuck. But yeah. this shit has to collapse though. Like it's been going out of crate. Like they, but they always been saying real estate's in a bubble. It's gonna burst. But they've been saying that for ever. I've never seen a burst. I've never it tanks a little bit. But like I've never seen this burst coming. I think everything continues to appreciate. Everything continues to go up. Everything continues to appreciate. And there needs to be legislation put in place because when there's a burst, like we have this pandemic, and then a bunch of people go out of business. Um, who is you think is going to buy those storefronts? You think it's going to be a bunch of people who just went out of business, a bunch of people who are scared to put their money down on a new store because you don't know if it's going to last or another pandemic is going to hit? Or do you think it's going to be big business that can afford to spend the money? Yeah, break the walls down, (laughs) connect all four of these stores, 
And there's another fucking Best Buy. Yeah, or whatever. exactly. Yeah. And that's what's going to end up happening unless there's something put in place. And unless there's some sort of, I think in Vancouver they did something on housing. And I think they're doing something here with Airbnb, restricting what you can Airbnb. Well, I know in Toronto, oh, just to like avoid, like you got to live here or some shit like that. Yeah. I know in Toronto they put in tariffs. So they said, yo, if you are invested, if you don't live here and are investing and you're trying to buy a condo in Toronto because you know the price will go up. You pay a huge tax. Yeah. But there's always workarounds. So now some Chinese uh, millionaire, he's going to find his cousin's best friend's neighbor yeah. who lives there because you have to have a tax return in the country for you to be able to just like buy it normally. Yeah. So they'll find that guy, give and him then, an extra money, yeah. and he owns it in his name. So it's like there's always workarounds. There'll be for workarounds, the but the, as long as you can keep making it harder, it'll Yeah, oh, it, it'll at least improve. Because yeah. like you said, it's like, dude, I, even when I first moved to the city, it's like, I forget who's driving me. He's like, dude, like half of these buildings are just Chinese-owned condos that yeah. are like vacant yeah they're yeah. just fucking vacant yeah and no one can afford anything because they're all locked in yeah absolutely and just driving the price up it's stupid and it was funny with um with the second wave is that they closed all the mom and pop shops yeah and like walmart's open all oh, that shit yeah, yeah all the guys who like are stronger than the municipality of toronto yeah. are just like they're like we're not closing no. that's why that fucking the adamson's barbecue guy oh that <laughs> was by the way a legend yeah. i didn't even know about adamson's you barbecue. didn't know about it? i didn't even know about it yeah. and now i know the guy yeah. i know the business yeah i want to eat there dude okay first off the dude like the whole thing i don't think he did it properly because he was actually killing it in the pandemic, he was making tons of money. So yeah, yeah for for those of the, uh, you who are not in Toronto, yeah, a guy who owns a barbecue shop in Toronto called Adamson's Barbecue. What's the guy's name? Like uh, Frank or some shit. It's oh, just some white dude, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, the whole thing went down. It was the most black guy thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it is. It's a barbecue joint. He refused to close it. He got arrested on camera. Dude, it's and he's like a white dude wearing a Bass Pro <laughs> shop hat. Yeah. But this dude would not close Second Wave of Toronto and like. They keep finding him, and one day they just arrested him publicly. And like, and the whole city is like six buzz, which is like our like. Um, I guess it's like world star hip hop. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going crazy. This guy's like a fucking messiah, a little bit of like COVID yeah. Toronto. Everyone is saying Adamson's barbecue. I've never even heard of it, and I'm like, that's the most genius marketing. Yeah, I yeah. know him. I know of his business. All I want is to eat their food now. So that guy was actually making a killing. Before this, uh, before the COVID stuff, or, or when the COVID stuff was happening, because he was doing deliveries, oh, okay, so he okay. had like uh, uh, people would buy like just frozen brisket off of him. Because have you ever eaten Adamson's? No, but I it's, love brisket. So Adamson's barbecue, not everything aside, I don't give a shit what your opinion is on who the dude is or whether or not he should have opened or anything on that shit. The food is fucking amazing, and you can't take that even if you go, he, what he did was wrong. Yeah, you're okay, but the food was fucking unreal. The food. Was it's undeniable. If if we're talking about things that are are what the fuck's the word for that are necessities in a <laughs> pandemic, yeah. that brisket it was, was a necessity. Was yeah, a necessity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I don't think the way he went about it was right. Like I think he could have done it where he was fighting legislation, where maybe he got a bunch of local business owners together 
and they stood up together. I think doing this whole like six buzz over the top, screaming about stuff, like he's everything's very conspiracy theory. He's like, it's funny how da da da, how this place is open, but we're closed. And it's like, oh, uh, I didn't even yeah, see I saw that his, part. Thank God I didn't see that. I part. saw his interviews and stuff. And his, that was the less charming side yeah, of it, right? <laughs> too conspiracy theory for me. And I'm just like, like, why is fluoride in the water? Because 9 11. It's like, yeah, all right, like, bro. It's like, chill, yeah. chill. But I do get where he's coming yeah. from. How many businesses are, just got fucked and then big businesses? is still open and like it's still yeah and it's like there's a hundred people in that fucking like jeff bezos is making he's going like this and a bunch of people are getting fucked on their business and that sucks and if your back is up against the wall like that i understand like for me i'm lucky i'm still working the people in my house are getting like fucking serb and that kind of shit yeah the government is paying a bunch of people i have low overhead like yeah. i don't i've not i'm i made money yeah. in this in this pandemic you're, I'm, you're netting money i'm netting money i'm doing great and my savings are higher than they've ever been fuck yeah yeah bro. i'm and you're killing covid yeah so yeah. for me to go like they go lockdown and i go oh yeah you know it's not a big deal that's fine if you have like a family yeah and you're a business and they shut down your business and you go what the fuck do i do and they go here's two thousand bucks a month and you go that's not even enough for like a quarter of my my rent yeah like anything yeah and yeah. they and they and the i'm feeling for people out there man like at especially those first couple months where people are like yo this is yeah. not enough money you closed everything down we're yeah. dying and the business and every time i walk down the street there's another for lease sign oh it's yeah like, and it's like, what happens to all those people? Those people are getting fucked over. And go going back to what I said before, what I'm worried is it's like, oh, well, you know, this is COVID. Some people are going to get hurt. The government, at least it is. I'm not going to blame the government strictly for this because they have been giving everyone $2,000 a month, which is fucking incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's changed now, but uh, they're but still giving a benefit. They're still yeah, giving yeah, yeah, yeah. people money, yeah, which, which is like... So many other... Like, America, apparently, you're waiting forever to get... Like, yeah. Six yeah. months that people are waiting for one check. Exactly. So, like, what we've been able to get in Canada oh. is fucking awesome. Shout out to Trudeau. Yes, dude. Real quick shout out Daddy to Trudeau, Trudeau. I, And I didn't I didn't even get served because I I was fucking, you're, you're I've been working fun. the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But but well, like if if you're getting fucked on this and he, we we're seeing these shops close down, it's like it, do does ma, do massive corporations just profit off this again? Which is like fuck that, man. Fuck that. All these places go out of business and then it's like, oh, we're going to see fucking Tim Hortons, Taco Bell, fucking Walmart just bashing out all these cool places. Because for one, that's, yeah, we're fucking over small business. And two, that's going to make Toronto shit. A hundred percent. But I, I think this, whatever is happening in Toronto is kind of a representation of what's happening across the board in Canada. Yeah. I think it's just so clustered here. It looks worse. Yeah. But you're right, man. It's like. What's gonna? I just I'm afraid that they're gonna end up having like their like really hipster style mom and pop stop opening where the only way they can afford is where like everything is nine dollars. Yeah, it's like a nine dollar coffee. Yeah, because there's no other way for them, well, and it's like super like hipstery new age shit. I hope that in the new wave we don't see massive corporations take over everything. That we see a bunch of independent businesses open. That people are encouraged to support these businesses, and that rent just drops because there's some sort of legislation to protect people on their rent. Because right like now rent control essentially. Yeah, there yeah. isn't, and on businesses there's no rent control. Someone can up your rent from ten to five to fucking fi or from five to ten to fifteen Legit. at any time, and they can just fuck you on that, which fucking sucks, man. It's a crazy time. I'm like, literally, dude. How funny is this, man? I laugh. Uh, 2019, summer of 2019, I was a brand ambassador working at TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival. Yeah. 
and I was giving out. My job was to give out free Cineplex like movie passes. Yeah. For every like tenth person. And they gave me like a hundred or two hundred. Yeah. And I put like one hundred. I put fifty of them, fifty uh, percent in my pocket. Yeah. Okay. So I have like a hundred free movie passes that would like don't expire till February of twenty twenty one. Right. All right. So listen, listen. Okay. <laughs> this was. I mean, it's a long time ago. It happened. The yeah. point is this: these are free samples. I'm like, yo, I'm good for movie. I'm handing them out gifts, five of them at yeah, a time. Yeah. Yo, get, you know what I mean? The birthday, yeah, yeah. five free movie passes. Movie's like 15 bucks. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right? that's, that's not bad. bad. Yeah. Bro, I'm like, who the fuck would have thought that Cineplex would have been out of business yeah. before these coupons expired? Yeah. Yeah. Who, I wouldn't have bet that in a million years. Nope. Cineplex, where I've been going to watch movies in theaters since I was like fucking seven, yeah. is out of business that when i got a hundred free passes yeah no i uh they're dude, done even dude, if once oh, yeah. covid fixes well they're everything like the panty is finished like i don't see theaters coming back i think i think we'll still have theaters like i think it'll be like records like you people still listen to records and we still have record shops in a way but records came back though they did they, they kept came. plummeting yeah. when sale uh cd rec- uh sales went up yeah so they like how do you afford a lease on a fucking Cineplex. I don't. Bro. I have no fucking clue. I have no clue. It might just be small theaters and yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. it'll be like thirty dollars a movie. Yeah. and like wind will blow at you. It's one yeah. of those like really interactive <laughs> theaters where water sprays yeah, on yeah. you and shit. Like I think because uh, apparently that's what they're doing. Everything's getting switched to like VIP only. You know VIP where yeah, you yeah, where it's like drink, buy booze. Yeah. yeah. So that I could. I'm like, if that's the future, you know what? I'll ha- I'll pick my movies I want to see. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm fine because with but then kids can't. Go to theaters Fuck anymore. kids. <laughs> Fuck the kids. I have, bro, Toy Story's the shit that takes people to the theaters. Yeah. Well, then maybe there'll be like a, a kid's section too. <laughs> it's like a, there's a slide in it for Yeah, something. they're like, ooh. Yeah. But they, um, what's it called? The, the all that stuff like fucking Warner Brothers said that every, all, a bunch of these movies are coming straight to HBO. They're just releasing their movies on HBO day and date. So if you want to go to the theater, you can. But. A lot of it's just going to, a lot of people are just going to watch it at home. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially forget about COVID. Remember when that guy fucking came in and sprayed up the theater when Batman returns? Yeah. That, shit? that yeah. shit. I'm like, fuck, man. We're yeah. just sitting ducks. And then COVID <laughs> happens. I'm like, yo, man, We're that is, t- that's two strikes for the theaters, man. I don't see. Have you driven by a theater, bro? No, they're it's fu- four <laughs> stories. It's a, a parking lot of three hundred cars. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. You're like, what is the monthly lease on? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's like fifty thousand dollars. Like, yeah. how is that? That is not sustainable. No, it'll be like, hit. Uh, I want to. I'm using the word hipster loosely, but like, it's gonna be like that one independent theater. Yeah. that has to charge like it'll have to be an outing, like going to watch fucking literally theater, yeah. like a play. Like twenty five dollars to enter, it, yeah, like a hundred seating. Legit might be what it ends up being. Cause and I just don't see these massive places that have twelve screens in them. Yeah, has that? That's not gonna work anymore. No, no, I think I think you are right on that front. And I I don't know I don't know what happens. Like I don't want theaters to go away because I love going to the movies. I fucking love it. It's the best. I've, bro. What I remember when I was a kid, bringing movie popcorn back home with me. And I remember the moment as a kid where I realized that never bring movie popcorn home with you. It soggy. loses its yeah. magic the second you step into that car. Yeah. And it goes on the counter at your house. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, oh, I'll eat it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. You're like, Fuck. No, man. No way. Dude, this 
Leave it at the theater. It was man. old when you bought it. Yeah, right? Yeah, Legit. No way. No Bro, way. that's the max margin. That's how those places were staying. That's what was paying for the lights. Oh, yeah. Is that fucking popcorn, $11 for a large. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because that's dirt cheap shit. 50 cent profit. Like, sorry, 50 cent cost. Yeah. Max, maybe the butter is charging them a little extra. Yeah, no, that, that they were making tons of money off of that shit. But I, man, I don't know. I honestly have no fucking clue what happens to theaters in the future. I hope they stick around. I think, like, something like Infinity War comes out. You still want to go to the theaters to yeah, see that shit. Any Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Right? Any Batman, Superman, Marvel. Like King Kong versus Godzilla is yeah, coming out. Yeah, you're not going to watch that on a fucking 37 inch. And I know that movie's going to be bad. And right? I, and I still want to see it in it's theaters. It's made five times and <laughs> it, was it was never, never good. good. Right? <laughs> and we still watch it. Yeah. Something about <laughs> watching a giant gorilla yeah. in the newest level of CGI. Yeah. It's boom. You're like, yeah. maybe it'll be good this time. Yeah, because right. now it's CGI. So they're going to figure it out. It used to just be a guy in an outfit. Yeah. Right? Now it's just like, dude, every time I see a dinosaur fighting a... An ape? Yeah. How do I love Googling every now and then there still isn't one, but I'm hoping I've always wanted to see a gorilla fight a tiger. And I always YouTube it on uh, like it. And that in that encounter hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But I know someone's going to get it sooner or later. Yeah. A gorilla fighting a tiger. What do you think would happen? A gorilla fighting a tiger? Oh, see, gorillas are mean and smarter. Tigers are strong, though, and tigers are killers. Yeah, killers, fangs. And, yeah, but gorillas have fangs too. And so, what is the what's the scenario though? The, it's a silverback. Silverback. Uh, okay, okay. Um, a Siberian tiger, huge. Yeah, coming up on like a fucking gazelle. Yeah, this gazelle pissed off. The gorilla. Yeah. The gorilla's in the tree. He's looking at the gazelle. He's about to attack it. The gazelle fucked with the apes. Yeah. It's a uh, Tarzan style scenario. Yes. Tiger coming. <laughs> gorilla jumps out of the tree. Yeah. Fucks up the gazelle. Tiger's fucked. And he leaps. He's leaping for the gazelle, but the yeah. gorilla squashed it. The gazelle's done in one hit. Yeah. Neck broken. <laughs> now. The tiger just leapt on the gorilla. The gorilla didn't know about the tiger. Yeah. So now what happens? The tiger's hungry as fuck. The gorilla was trying to get revenge, but now the gorilla got attacked by the tiger. Yeah. And so, so now they're on. Okay, now so, he's like, what the fuck? So this is, or we're in the jungle. This yes, is an, yes, yes. This in is an jungle. open open field. Total, no, 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 like in the jungle, like green Shit. shrubs, trees. In the jungle scenario, I think I maybe give it to the gorilla. Because the gorilla has, like, trees and shit to swing on. He True. can climb up. Because tigers are good at climbing, too. But a gorilla... But not like gorillas. No. Gorilla is, like, built to climb. And he can jump up, come down, swing on shit. Like, that's, I think, more his terrain. Where if it was, like, open field, gorilla doesn't have anything, no... Nothing to go up, no verticality. Yeah. I think I give it to the to the tiger. Because the tiger can literally just leap up on top of him and behind him and shit. And he's got the speed that the gorilla doesn't have. Yeah. The, the gorilla needs elevation and... Yeah. And like uh, the tree, uh, the gorilla is a jungle creature. Yes. Whereas the tiger could probably eat in the jungle and non-jungle. Yes. I that's so that's my guess. But the thing is, I think tigers go for the neck when they want to kill you. 
that's like their main thing they'll attack that main way they'll attack you yeah. and i think if a, even if a tiger bites down on a gorilla's neck a gorilla will like gr- once he gets his hands on the tiger he'll do it's that just thing. like boom like he'll just slam it even if he gets his neck ripped he'll just slam it beat it crush its neck in its hands mm, and he might like die like a day later yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay it'll be like that nature's metal like it's yeah dude love nature's metal those guys go bro what's it called uh I don't know this, but I remember just from your stand-up. Is your dad African? No, my dad's Haitian. Haitian? Yes. Okay, so South American. Uh, no. Uh, is Haitia South American? No, Haitia. Haiti? 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 <laughs> Here's the thing about Haitia, right? No, no, no. no. Haitia. <laughs> no, Haiti's in the Caribbean. Haiti. Uh, so it's like a, it's the same island as the Dominican. It's literally cut right in half. Yeah. One half's French, one half Spanish. That's Haiti? Yeah. I thought Haiti was down there, like under next to Venezuela and shit like You're that. You're thinking like Chile or some shit. Chile, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, okay. So Haiti is right. Did you ever go there? No, I've never been. I've never been. What's uh, the language? Is it so Spanish? they speak French and Creole, which is like Creole, like every like island you go to, they speak their own. New it's Orleans like, shit. Yeah, like it's like, but if you speak New Orleans Creole, you can't speak to Haitians. Like Creole is unique to each island. Oh, so really? like there's yeah there's like there's like Moroccan Creole there's like uh, it, it's like patois. Okay, okay, okay. It's like, like they call it like it's like it's like its own language, but it's built off of the local yeah, language kind of thing. Exactly, built off of local local language and mixed French with, too, with some I think, French. Yes, yeah, Creole's French. So that's that's kind of the combination. But there's no like set it, it Creole across the world or something. Do you ever tell people that? Do you, do you so you just say half black, half white? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I say Haitian sometimes, but a lot of people don't know what Haitian is. <laughs> yeah, evidently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to be my thing. Haitian, where's that? Haitian. Uh if you're in Montreal yeah. or Quebec, they know right away. Because there's tons of French. Haitians. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. so many Haitians over there. Legit, yeah. Did you ever do stand up in Quebec? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I went yeah, and did uh a, a sh- there was like a proper show like run by these two guys i forget in um in montreal it's like it's like the nubian but over there i forget what it's called oh is it uh what's his name uh fuck abba and preach yeah Abba and preach yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. they have there. like a youtube channel yeah, right yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fucking killing a channel yeah. too and they had a sick show too and there was mad haitians yeah i remember running to mad haitians I'm yeah just like they're just like yeah hey, what's good to do for this and like everyone's dying laughing <laughs> yeah i'm like fuck bro i wish i knew french yeah, no, it's I, my French isn't good enough to do like stand up in French or anything like that. Um, and I've I've done gigs in Quebec, but not a ton. I big on. Did you ever do Art Loft? Dude, Art Loft, I got a beef with Art Loft. What? <laughs> yeah. No, you got a beef with Art Loft? <laughs> Me and Sheldrick. Okay, Art Loft is a really known show in Montreal. It's one of the best it's, shows I've ever done. Oh, it's a fuck. The vibe is amazing. Yeah. You've got a DJ at the show. Yeah. It's in an apartment that's high ceiling, like a loft. And couches and everything. And we were supposed to do it. We hit him up. With the, me and Max show up there. And, dude, we show up early like fucking dweebs before anybody was yeah. there. And he's and it's, almost, and it's loosey-goosey from the get-go. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, I didn't really uh, – <laughs> I didn't really promise you guys the thing. We'll see if there's room. And we knew we were fucked. Oh. So, dude, we just sat there. He's like, I already got comics on from Toronto. And I'm like, oh, okay. So who's here tonight? <laughs> it was fucking – it was Van Dad Carter and Colin Sedaris. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! So, dude, I, me and Max are just sitting there, bro. We yes. sat, we were sitting on the couch, 
front seats because we wanted to be in his face. But like, let us up, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, no, it gets trickled in. It gets full. We watch the whole show, and he just dips when the show ends. He yeah. dips quick because we're just like, Ugh. we've been there two hours. Yeah. Like, oh man, yeah. Uh, that sucks. But man. man, I could tell. That's like, I'm like, fuck. This is a great show. No, Artloff is fire, man. And Artloff, that is anything where you get a group of a room where it's like everyone is like early 20s to like mid 30s i'm like i'm gonna fucking smash oh this. dude I'm that's because that's your, your peers yeah right like performing in front of people where i'm like i can do a mario kart joke and i don't have to explain it They're oh good. yeah dude, yeah i know exactly what you yeah. mean man like i have jokes that are about specific i have a joke that's about common the rapper yeah and sometimes i'm in front of audiences where i'm like i'm not doing that joke yeah no you guys I'm don't gonna, know that's gonna bomb i'm gonna have to explain fuck that See, shit he's an intellectual yeah. yeah yeah like dude no fuck that shit man <laughs> Yo, but uh, on the podcast, I started recently asking these three questions, okay? Okay. This is in an effort to, you know, every podcast has their own thing. Yeah, At yeah, the end, course. they do a backflip or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the end, they sing a song or I don't know what the fuck. But yeah, three questions I, I ask people. First of all, were you beat? And if yes, looking back, was it a good move? Mm-hmm. Was it, did it work? Or if not, was that a good move? So I wasn't. At all, I, I like. Did your I, mom raise you? I'm assuming. Uh, no, both both parents, both yeah. parents. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, but like a little bit when I was young, young, I got like spanked a bit. Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, maybe until I was about like four or something. Oh, legit. Yeah, like young, and uh, I. My dad told me that there was one time when he was spanking me and I looked at him the way he looked at his father because his, my grandfather would probably beat the shit out of him was like abusive as fuck. Like oh, he yeah. would do fucked up shit like take a branch off the tree and whip the kids. Oh yeah, like, that's like standard by the way. Yeah, like, that's like in the immigrant world that is standard. He would, so the whole thing he like stripped them they naked. They all swipe and swipe. Yeah, yeah, take the branch off and like even when like their girls are getting older to developing, strip, still strip them naked, beat them. Oh fuck, like, like humiliation like, tactic. Yeah, and like my dad had a, a scar on the side of his face because his, I think it was either my dad or his uncle because his mom grabbed a coat hanger and whipped it and it caught them in the fucking side Jesus. of, side of the face like they got they got beat a lot even my dad now goes to therapy with other men who like like some of them are cops some of them are different things that have gone through abuse in their life and he's like i'm an older man now and i forever you know you push that down but i didn't understand that i was being abused and so my dad has like come to terms with that. God damn. Yeah, and he's seen the change in his personality and his understanding of his. Has past. it changed them? Oh, huge, yeah. man, huge. He's what's like, like the before after? So he was, I guess, just uh, I guess more machismo before, and he's like more peaceful now. Oh, fuck. Much more peaceful. Um, but so he told me when he was he was spanking me once, and I looked at him the way he looked at his dad, and he's like, "I'm never gonna hit this kid again." Wow, yeah. that's beautiful. That that's. That's probably why my dad never made eye contact when he, when he hit me. You know what I mean? I might, I might, I might love accidentally. Yeah, no. dude, that's so. So no hitting growing up. No, I got screamed at a lot. 
Um, my mom was demeaning mentally. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> like, as mothers just, do. As mothers like, do. Like, you're stupid, all this fucked <laughs> yeah, up oh, shit. Dude, that's... Manipulation <laughs> type shit. You're like, stupid. You're just sleeping <laughs> cutely as yeah. a six-year-old. You're, you're stupid. stupid. Fuck this. The yeah. stuff you like, dumb. Yeah. Like, just cutting, cutting, cutting all the time. Um, like, it, you don't... I remember when I was... I moved to Mexico and I started selling, uh, like, tours and stuff. Yeah. And I literally had to approach strangers in the street and, like, try to sell them a tour. Um, like the excursions, like excursions, yeah, all yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And uh, I, it was like the first time in my life I felt confident, and I was like, oh, "What is this new feeling?" Because <laughs> you've just been beat in down English, by in English. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Uh, well, because there's so many tours. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's all English there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, no beatings, no beatings. Some psychological abuse. That's it. Hell yeah. The next question. This I don't know how it's gonna work, but the question is, uh, what's something in your culture that you've only seen your culture do. So I don't know if this would be a Haitian thing. I don't know mm. if this would be like a half black, half white mixed guy thing. So I Something you've only seen in your household done. In something only in our household. Uh, we would... So there's like a couple things. Like if I'm thinking like an only Haitian thing, I yeah, it doesn't. I don't exactly. I don't know how this question appears <laughs> to you, but let's just go with it. So there was like when we would have Haitian family over, at least once per night there would be a violent argument like a yeah. violent screaming like match scary? yeah like people are up screaming in each other's face like about soccer or politics or some bullshit yeah, yeah. like like violent like you're this is like if this are gonna fly like yeah if yep. you if it was if that happened now people would be like getting up and getting in between them. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. now this is just like the bird back then it was just it would happen and then it after it was done you go, "Ah, yeah, fuck you." And then we go back to normal. Everyone's chill. <laughs> yeah. Like even if you were in another room and you heard it going on, you wouldn't get up to be like, "What's?" You would just be like, bah, 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 keep playing with your toys oh, or whatever." Okay. It was completely normal. That's fucking hilarious. That's like part of the call. Yo, like men arguing. Yeah, just men screaming at each other over like soccer. And no, and no one ever like stormed out. No, no, no. It was no. just like it would reset. Yeah, it would be like, and you go like, oh, you're stupid, and then fucking boom, we go back to normal. <laughs> That's so fucking funny, man. I've never like the when I grew up, all the shit was like fake as fuck. All of the hate, yeah. for other people happened when they left the house. Oh yeah, yeah. There was no confrontation. Which I want confrontation. Tell it to his face. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I hate them. You know, it's like I'm like Damn. And they were so nice. Like hey. yeah, yeah. I'm like oh, I can never be honest about this. Let me just walk away as a child. <laughs> uh, the last question is, and this also very confusing. I don't know how you're gonna answer it, but this could be a mixed guy thing, Haitian thing, white mom thing. Uh, who is like who is the butt of the jokes in your house mm. you know what I mean who is always like the don't be a fucking uh, I think either my dad or my brother for sure uh, I think yeah my brother a lot for sure um, actually my sister got it too everyone kind of got it Every, like we were like in terms of like ribbing and like making fun of people yeah it was non-stop i think i kind of was able to squeak through a little bit yeah because were you the I, middle what are you, I'm, the you youngest, I'm the youngest i'm the youngest how many siblings do you i've have? got uh three okay. but they're both my parents were married before and had kids in separate marriages gotcha gotcha so te technically everyone's a half brother and sister but we don't consider yeah, ourselves gotcha, like that. yeah um you're not like doing sibling math no 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 there's so one and a half of us here yeah <laughs> you know no I mean? yeah um so like in the like 
I think everyone would like, cause yeah, if I say my dad and my brother, I'm like, no, but my sister got it super hard. My mom would get it too. Like everyone would get it. We're very, I would get it. You, we were like a, a, if you fuck up, you yeah. get, you're getting shot. You're getting shot. People will laugh in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Like anything, like you fall off of a chair or something, or like you're balancing, you hurt yourself, laugh in your fucking face. My mom broke her ankle Yeah. and, and like, like she was like sliding. She literally like was going, like trying to step down into this ditch and back up on the sidewalk and she slid down her ankle snapped and we're like, Oh, you weak bone bitch. Like we went off and yeah. like roasted her when she was like, no, but seriously, someone called 911. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we made fun of her so hard for breaking her ankle. That's- and like, that is like a center point. Sometimes I'll be hanging out with other people this like goes back to your previous point too yeah. of like what's something from your family like people getting hurt and in serious pain is something all of us enjoy everyone <laughs> in my family and when I'm I'll ex- like express that to people and sometimes people are like that's not like that's not okay <laughs> that's all right, Chad. and I'm, I'm like is it wrong and then I'll show my sister a video of a guy like slipping in the snow and he's like ugh, ugh, and she's like ah and I'm like okay I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> how long before like how long do you give the pain before the concern comes um so like a good 20 seconds oh I don't know <laughs> I it's it, we usually it's until you can physically stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, okay. One of my earliest memories is me. Oh, you know, remember Seesaw? Of course. So I'm at the top of the Seesaw. The most dangerous toy <laughs> It's so dangerous. Yeah. People jump off and you slam to the ground. You're fucked, shit. yeah. So I'd be at the, the... ball crusher. Oh, it fucks you up. Yeah. So I'm at the top of the Seesaw and I, I can't... I maybe went to jump off. I can't remember why, but I, I fall off the Seesaw and I slam into the ground and I got like wood chips stuck to my face. I think I'm like four years old. Yeah. And I'm trying to like get fucking like back to reality and figure out where I am and I can hear my mom laughing so fucking hard like laughing uncontrollably <laughs> and I look up and she's like trying to come help me but she's laughing so hard she can't walk she's, so she's like kind of like half crawling to like come help You're her like poor old son with yeah. a up I'm leg. like ugh, ugh, and she's like ah, ah, ah. like that's so fucking funny yeah. dude yo um <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I just randomly because obviously you're a comic and and we're coming up on then. We actually, I usually go for an hour ten. We're there, but this random thing right now, and I don't even know that I'm gonna add this to the thing. But what's what's you've been writing stand up bits re- recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's a recent bit you? And I'll tell you one that the a recent bit that you don't think would have done that well, but you still wrote it. I have a bit being like, Let do you think see. do you think when Kobe died, a lot of ankle doctors <laughs> like Lost work, <laughs> you know. They're like That's unemployed. so fucking funny. But Just well, even the idea of an ankle doctor. Like, like, no, I fuck, think they're watching the accident. No, dude, that is. I think that's. You know, it's okay. I think that's so funny. Like people might be like, "Oh, but you're not making fun of Kobe." Yeah, you're no, even no, no, anything. Same, you're yeah. yeah, you're 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 big, oh, bigging Kobe. Yeah. Way too many ankles are going yeah, just uh, unbroken and unbroken. Um, I think uh, fuck. What's something? Oh, I've been working on a bit about the Hamburglar. I've been writing like <laughs> I have like five six minutes on the Hamburglar, <laughs> yeah. and I don't think any of it's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's... The opening 
headlines. The okay, headlines. let's see what we got. Like when I'm talking, I'm trying to talk about like why, like the hamburger is like the villain of McDonald's, but what's his motivation? And I'm trying to work out this bit of how. Do you know Mary McCheese? So <laughs> Mary McCheese is, is like. Is that a McDonald's thing or is that a general cartoon? You know, he's thing? a McDonald's character that has a hamburger head. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the hamburger hates burgers. So he's stealing burgers. Yes. And so I'm assuming Mary McCheese did something to his wife or family. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to piece No pun intended. <laughs> And I just, I'm like writing about Hamburglar, Hamburglar. And I'm like, all of this, I'm like, all of this sucks. It all That's shit. the best, isn't yeah. it? And you're still laughing. Still That's the it. best part about st- of comedy, man. But I need to sell it. I want like a 10-minute a deep, thoughtful Hamburglar bit that people like clap at the end. But it's going to be worth it. Isn't that the best when it? someone comes, when you finally, six months down the road, yeah. it's together and, and someone at the end of the show goes, dude, I love oh, that Hamburglar. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> Another one, I'll leave you with this. I would watch so much crime movies and shit during COVID. I remember I was writing a bit. I was like, I want to do crime just for that post-crime shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know that shower people have after they they're do like, crime? Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, it's a gun, so now they got to wipe Yeah, everything. yeah, get off the gun. Fuck. <laughs> they throw their clothes yeah, yeah, on everything. Yeah. I'm like, that's why I want to do crime, just for that fucking shower. <laughs> and, and I wrote nothing else. It was yeah. literally that line. It'll never see the day of light, but there it is. <laughs> that's great. Man. But yo, man, Che, tell uh, the people how to find you, man. Yes, you can find me on any platform as at Che Dorena, and I also have my own YouTube channel where we do like dumb fucking gaming content. It's just me and Cameron phoenix talking shit while we play games Fuck this yeah. is called little dinky news it has nothing to do with news <laughs> we call oh he's a hard gamer it never came up oh yeah next time you come on we'll talk but the man's a you're like a oh i play you're like a gamer I play, you're like a comic and then a gamer yeah no i yeah. play every i have a daily video game podcast i listen to like i am deep <laughs> yeah he's in a gamer video, i play yeah. video games like crazy so we, yeah we have the gaming podcast or a gaming channel we stream on twitch facebook gaming we st- live stream on youtube everything goes out and then we edit everything down to like these 10 minute chunks Fuck we're yeah. gonna stop to start dropping tiktoks and everything i'm on tiktok and all those things too hell yeah and as always you look at the description i'm gonna leave um i'm gonna leave all your main chase stuff My my little dink news? Just little dinky news. Little dinky news. Okay, I'll get that down. Yeah. And all in the description. Uh, from my end, yo, if you're loving the podcast and you want to support, check out the patreon.com slash the immigrant section. Besides that, yo, just tell at least one friend about the show. Organic growth or nothing else. I yes. got no money for ads, yo. <laughs> Forget that Ford commercial. I didn't say it was Ford, but it's Ford. <laughs> all right? But yo, man, you got to come back on, bro. Dude, absolutely. A couple months, I'll have you back on. Yeah, sounds great, man. Fuck yeah, man. Yo, until next time. Peace. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.